Hey, this is Ronja Kaminski from the Pinpricks. Greetings from Germany, and you are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. You are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. What? The Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor and nobody? No. Somebody. Me. Lee Gerstman. Why aren't I on that thing? I want recognition! Why, hello there. This is uh, the Freeform Rock Podcast with me. Oh. Oh, wait. I, I'm fucking up. Or am I fucking up on purpose? I don't know. Uh, I just don't want to give you, you guys the same intro. You mean you're not you? Uh, I'm, I'm not a sheep. <laughs> I'm not uh, a you. <laughs> uh, I'm... I'm... <laughs> I'm... I, I, I want to say something. Let's just say I'm the stuff that comes out of the sheep that makes the shepherd want to run up the hill. Huh. That's funny, man. So, uh, I'm in a hot Southern California day here in uh, the oh. last, uh, well, April 30th. Uh, uh, so, when you guys hear this, it'll be in like July or June. Oh. <laughs> Um, we're, it's, <coughs> it's 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 it, it was kind of um well what was the weather basically like what temperature about it's 91 oh here 93 um, actually here it's it's um it's not even um 50 and and um and it's considered to be a sunny day. <laughs> Blazing on a Sunday afternoon. Do, do. Oh, oh, it's sixty-five degrees. But it's not Sunday. But that's, yeah, but 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 that's considered to be hot here. But you know that uh, a couple days ago it was in its sixties and it was cold. We were wearing jackets, and all of a sudden the last two days it's in the nineties. What the fuck is going on? And then people, yeah. global warming, global warming, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, I've lived here all my life. You know, California's always had weird. One day it's fucking in the fifties, and the next day it's in the nineties. It always happens yeah. like that. Shit. And in New York, when it rains. It never, like, rains for days or, like, I mean, it might rain pretty heavy um, for about 10 minutes. And they might have snow for maybe a few hours when snow comes. But even the snow hasn't been quite as bad as it had been a couple years ago, but still... Um, we, we have some hot days, but I can stand them more than I could in California because um, the hot days are evened out with other days of the cool weather again. So it's like, okay, we can we can stand this hot day for maybe maybe a week 
but it's it's not like there's months of hot days no um most of the time the weather around here is about 30 or 40 or 50 degrees and that's considered to be normal temperature I don't know. We have we have the weirdest weathermen here. Before we used to have a guy named Johnny Mountain. Come on, is that huh. your real name? And then we have another guy named Dallas Rains. Come on, you guys huh. changed your name to be a weatherman. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, you know. N next, we'll get one a uh, woman named Ashley Peaks. <laughs> oh, huh. I think there's a porn star named Ashley Peaks though. <laughs> oh, okay. Or Ashley well, Mountains. <laughs> if, if, if she decides that she needs to change, you know, acting abilities, I'm sure being a weather girl isn't going to be that much of a stretch. I seen I seen most of the porn stars with the big boobs. They tuck in their shirt to make the boobs stand out. So you love that's them. cool. <laughs> All right. So today we're doing uh, your pick, the Doobie Brothers. Yep. What Were Once Vices Are Now Habits, album from 1974. Yeah. Boy, I was like four. <laughs> well, what yeah. year did it came out in February? I was three when this came out because I turned four in October of that year. Um, so. I would have been eight years old. Dang, you're an old fuck. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> and this was produced by Van Halen producer, well, not back then, Ted Tippleman. So that's yeah. pretty fucking cool. And uh, this is their fourth album, and I'm not going to get into all the production and shit because Lee gets angry. <laughs> well, I, I just want to stay awake. That's all. All right. Well, I'm not, you know, the one dude who talks about all the technical E chords and B chords and C chords and what. I don't do that either. What flavor of the guitar he played? It was it vanilla or chocolate? We don't. I'm not a musician. Lee's a musician. He could tell us all the chords, but he doesn't. I don't care to. We don't care to because we're fucking the layman's fucking podcast. We sit here and bullshit, drink whiskey, vodka, and and fucking just talk shit. You know. Yeah, I have to wait until tomorrow because um, I'm I'm, I'm down to my last few dollars and I get paid tomorrow. But this week I, or the last, you know few days i've had to kind of keep it you know not as much and so today i'm totally sober nice but, but tomorrow tomorrow i might listen to one of our reviews and <laughs> and then i might find faults with it i don't know when when Whenever I'm drinking, that's when if I'm doing writing or when I'm doing some, I can see the faults better. I can't see them as well when I'm sober for some reason. Uh, it's like yesterday when I was uh, doing my notes, I, I smoked a big doobie in honor of the Doobie Brothers. And yeah. I sat there and just melted into this album. So it might be a high review or a low review. We never mm. know. <laughs> it's like on to show the facts of life you take the good you take the bad and there yeah, you got when, the when Blair apparently had some pot and she was supposed to write an essay on the novel Moby Dick by Herman Melville and the teacher was reading Moby Dick was a story about 
a whale and I am hungry. It was <laughs> Captain Ahab, who was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and the whale, who had some, 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 like, like spread on it and put on a bun with lettuce or, you know, they went, huh, this is, this is a little bit not what Moby Dick is about. And, and then Blair was like, oh, uh. <laughs> hey, remember, yeah. remember the Tom and Jerry cartoon where they had this captain and it was like, and the captain kept going, Dicky Mo, Dicky Mo. <laughs> oh. Remember that yeah, one? Kinda. Remember, and, and at the end, Tom gets wrapped around the fucking whale <laughs> with the the, the harpoon. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. I, I think I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think kids could they, could handle that because the main characters don't talk. <laughs> the only thing that talks yeah. is the humans or the the nephew. Like um, Jerry's nephew always talked. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, they were kind of the the first cartoon to go into live action movies. You know, Tom and Jerry's danced with what's his name, Gene Kelly, right? Um, in Anchors yeah, Away, yeah. I think it was Anchors yeah, Away, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I remember that. Yeah, way before Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So they were kind of oh, a, oh, way before, way before. All right, well, let's let's stop boring people with movies now. Let's get into this uh, album, and then we get into the first track, "Song to See You Through." What do you think about this one, Lee? This is a nice mellow song. It's sort of unobtrusive and doesn't immediately grab me, but I can relax and listen to it. It's well written and has some cool soul moves to it. It's also a feel-good song with hope in the lyrics. I dig it. Yeah, this is a really good roots rocker mixed with some Motown yeah. and uh, Chicago. You know, they have the horns in here. Yeah, it's yeah. really good, and this song has a lot of soul, and it is a feel-good song. It just makes you want to sit there and relax and kick back, you know? It doesn't stress yeah. you out. It's not like you're listening to... Which, uh, sometimes yeah, we're you... going to have some guests soon who are into that stuff. Ha <laughs> ha, wow. <laughs> but for now, we don't have that. Yeah, but before they... They'll hear those guests before they hear this episode, because that episode will come out. We'll have a double episode week. On that one, because I let, I'm going to try to put the guest episodes out the same day we do it now, because they they get all pissy and start bugging me like you do, but I, <laughs> about to put that episode out, you know, I still have. Yeah, put up the bat. well, um, um, it's okay if they get pissy if there's a good reason for it. <laughs> yeah, but you you got pissy, and I told you the minute you asked me, I put it out. You got your Tarkus. If you have any other episode like that that you want out right away, I'll put it out for you now. I'm not going to be a dick. So. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I, that was a one-time thing. I figured out I could label the episodes 276 and a half now. Or 278 and a half. So I don't have to like put a new episode number and then relabel all the other ones after it. <laughs> Sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you mean it's like, for instance... If you label something the Beatles, and then you label something Led Zeppelin, you don't look under whether it's called the Beatles or Led Zeppelin. You look under 
episode one and episode two? No, it says episode <laughs> 276, The Beatles. And then if somebody guessed on a Led Zeppelin album and we, that week and that Beatles are coming out, I'm going to go episode 276 and a half, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> so they get, or yeah. maybe I'll just label it bonus episode, you know, bonus episode, you know, something like that. Not what I should them. do is just record a whole bunch of um, podcasts on my podcast and just call each one podcast whatever and have about maybe 50 of them and then just spin my iPhone and then put my finger on one and then load it up and say here's my next episode and then next week spin and pick one and load it up and if it happens to be the same one then hell you get to hear the same one over again don't be picky people yeah we're, we're but 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 Lee you're telling people not to be picky and you're the picky one well I I'm talking about as far as um, what, what, whether I make mistakes or not don't be picky uh, excuse me, I just burped. Oh, well, man. that wasn't a mistake. That was a thing you needed to do. So I'm not picky <laughs> about it. Oh, uh, all right. You know, but you used to like go, uh, 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 and if people go, what the fuck is Lee doing? Is he dying? So that's why I told you positive. You're gonna freaking have. Uh, you need air. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get to the next song, Spirit. What do you think of this one? This sounds a little bit like they might have been influenced by the Eagles' Desperado album, even though the Doobie Brothers did folk and country s songs a little bit before the Eagles. But there's also just a touch of funk style to it, so it's like country funk. It's well written and I enjoy it. Yeah, it kind of sounds like Midnight Rider from uh, like the guitar picking. Just that part. Yeah, yeah. From the, yeah, yeah. From the Eagles. I love that song, too. And I, it's kind of... Oh, yeah. isn't oh, it? for, for the moment, I was thinking of the Almond Brothers song, but no. Um, yeah, you know, the I, one... I, I, the, I forget what, 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 what song that out... What, that's Eagles On the song, Border. But, but, huh? On the Border. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I, I think I heard it, but it's like, you know... But yeah, but no, it, it, it reminded me of the Eagles, so that's... Yeah, yeah it goes, yeah. ooh, Midnight Rider, come along and carry me along, something like that, you know. I, I think I heard it. It has that, that same that kind of gu familiar. guitar picking, the, the one dude who was in Poco was singing that song, I think? Um, Timothy B. Schmidt. He wasn't in Poco. Oh. Other, yeah, he was. It was the other dude. Well, I guess they were both in Poco. Paul Cotton? No, man. Dang. Bernie I, Leiden? Nah, Bernie Leiden was on that album. He was the one doing the guitar picking. Richie Fury? Okay, I'm gonna... Jim Messina. Yes, Messina. No, not him. Uh, he wasn't in the Eagles. Which, which... Was it Randy Meisner? Randy Meisner, yes. Oh, yeah, doy. Yeah, he was in the po Poco, though. The he was first album. I forgot that. Damn, you um, you almost stumped me. Yeah, Randy Meisner, he was in he was with the Eagles to 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 Hotel California and then Timothy B Schmidt took his place on the long run. But yeah, it, it it's like I I was I was I was about to tell you that no guys from Poco were in the Eagles, but then there was Randy Meisner. 
Yeah, he's the one who sang lead on that song. He said, ooh, midnight rider. Yeah. And you have Ber Bernie Ledden picking it. on the guitar. Going, burr, 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 you know, in the background. Yeah, I hear you. You know, I like, it's kind of bluegrass, this song, right, Spirit? It's a little bluegrassy, too. Yeah. With the picking. It's a really good song, and I loved, it. it's like, this is what I said. Man, the guitar picking rules. It's so well made. Sounds like a square dance on parts. Like yeah. a dosy -si do going here and there, but it works. And I love, they always have the best harmonies. Great song. Yeah. And then we get to the next song, Pursuit on 53rd Street. And you picked this track. So here's Pursuit on 53rd Street by the Doobie Brothers on the Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs> was Pursuit on 53rd Street on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Why'd you pick this track, Lee? This is a cool, dirty blues rocker, but played with enough polish to sound really professional. It's the perfect bar band song. People drinking from their mugs and shaking their fists to the song. It's one of their better tunes. Yeah, my notes, I fucked up in the notes because I meant, I, I put Kick-Ass Doobie Brothers and it said Ham. <laughs> I didn't know they made ham, but I met harmonies. It just fucking... isn't that isn't that like what I said that Blair said on 
the Moby Dick um, re- like review. The, the 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 whale was a big ham sandwich. So I did. That, so I did that. I said ham. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stoned. I bet uh-huh. harmonies here. This this is fucking oh, I hear killer rock and fun with a honky tonk piano. Love it and a rock and groove with soul. Great track, man. I love it. Wow. And then cool. we get to track four, which is like everybody knows this song. If you don't know this song, you've been in a fucking hole. Uh, yeah. Black Water. What do you think of this one? This sounds like a genuine Appalachian style southern tune, but with the hint of that Los Angeles studio session stuff to give it a slight difference. It's a really good tune, and I dig it. I, I don't get tired of it. In fact, I like it more since I first heard it, but it's as good as some of the other songs on here. It's not the only good song, but it is good. I almost picked this track till I listened to the rest of the album because I picked another song that's kind of a single that people probably don't really know, but everybody knows fucking Blackwater, so why would I play that, you know? But I almost picked it because it's such a great song, it always needs to be heard. But they probably already heard it a million times in those harmonies. Oh, Blackwater, keep on moving. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have heard it. I mean, I would have picked it if if I had eight picks. But, uh, I mean, um, uh, no, I mean, I, I, I would have picked it just for the song itself. But, no, there were other songs that I felt needed to be highlighted. Yeah, th- yeah that's what I was thinking, too. But I almost picked it if I didn't find another song I wanted to pick. I, and I, yeah. if I didn't find out, I would have picked this track just to play it because it's just an amazing song, and it's a it's a killer jam. This is the song that got yeah. me into this band. This song just bleeds with amazing, great harmonies. The band is firing on all cylinders, down home rock and roll. Hmm, that's what I call it, man. It's fucking country, bluegrass, rock and roll, all fucking mixed together, and it fucking. Yeah amazing it's fucking amazing song i don't know why this band took till last year to get into the fucking rock and roll hall of fame we know because the rock and roll Hall of fame sucks but fuck this band is amazing it's like roots it's like southern rock with la rock mixed with a little bit of metal here that you hear a little metal hard rock tinges of metal this band it just and then when when they got Michael McDonald in the band, it went more R&B, more Motown. It's just yeah. an amazing band. It, what sucks about COVID is that the Doobie Brothers were going to do a full tour with Michael McDonald and John, Tom Johnston together on stage for the first time. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Yeah. I could hear Minute by Minute and hear Blackwater, you know. Yeah. It fucking would have been cool. And listen to the music. Yeah, I fucking love that shit. Yeah. Uh, and then we get to the next song. Eyes of Silver, what'd you think of this one, Lee? This is interesting. If a country group like Alabama decided to add horns and do funky soul music, it would sound like this. It's a good combination, and I don't know another group who does stuff quite like this. It could almost be considered disco for the honky-tonk crowd, and that's something I wouldn't ordinarily say. I think this song is cool. You know what band I compare this band to that's way well, later than them? Because they do kind of the same thing. They mix elements of funk, rock, and metal. They do metal. Uh, 
It's extreme. Extreme could do all this shit that that Doobie Brothers. They have the harmonies. They could play Blackwater probably perfect. You know. Yeah, they because probably could. It's it's a fucking that band is so underrated. It pisses me off. Eyes of Silver, Killer Jam. I could hear the Blues Brothers doing this, but man, no one sounds like this band. This song rules. Fucking groovy. Just makes you want to shake a leg. You know. Fucking yeah. gr great song. And then we uh, get to the final track of side one, if he had the vinyl, Road Angel. What would you think of this one? Oh, this is okay. It's not my favorite here, but I do like the way they play it, and I'll listen to it. The best part of the song is the way they play it. And they do jam pretty well on it. It's sort of like their attempt at being like the Almond Brothers. Yeah, this is the only song that the whole band wrote together. Hartman, Hossack, Johnston, yeah. Porter, and Simmons. Usually all the songs on this album are written by Tom Johnson and Simmons. And yeah. then one by Porter at the end. Um, yeah. But this song, um, cool riffs to open this song. And the guitars sound so good. And man, the rhythm is so good. It's a fucking deep track. I like it. And right it, on. And then we get to the, you flip this bitch over, you get to side two. You just can't stop it. What'd you think about this song? I wonder why Paul Stanley didn't do a Doobie Brothers song on his Soul Station album. This is as good as any of the songs he picked. They are at, as good. They are so good at doing this kind of soul music and nobody really caught on to it because their hits are known to be more rock or folk, but they can do R&B really well and this is a great song. It's one of the best on the album. That's what I said. They have a lot of Motown and R&B in them, you know. Yeah. And country and bluegrass. I don't even like bluegrass, but I like it when they they incorporate it into a rock song. It sounds really good, but straight bluegrass like Ricky Skaggs or something like well, that. Well, you can hear Bob Wills. I don't know. You well, always I, said I I, I want to give you some Bob Wills. Uh. <laughs> if you like Bill Haley, he sounds kind of like him, except with more fiddle. <laughs> All right, but but his stuff is like the come on, little baby, go go and dance. You know, so it's it's it, it will make you move. You might be thinking, yeah, it will make me move away from the bar you'll make me run down the street away you know but hey oh well all right so uh, this song is now this is a funky track and groovy as fuck i love it the riffs are plenty and love the horns fucking rules yeah and then we get to the uh next song tell me what you want in parentheses and i'll uh, in parentheses and i'll give you what you need what do you think about this song lee this sounds more like their first album. It's folk-oriented, but it has a little too much of an early Carly Simon sound to it for my liking. This is a song I'd pass if I wasn't in the mood to hear all the songs. I can do without it. Um, I kind of agree with you on this one, Lee. Yeah. Uh, I said, this song goes nowhere for me. A little boring. This, this is a skip song for me on the album. I'd skip it. If I'm playing the yeah. whole album, uh, it'd suck if it was on vinyl because I'd have to listen to it because I don't want to get up and skip the vinyl. But on digital or yeah. CD, I go next song. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is really the only song I don't like off this album. 
Huh. Yeah. And then we get to the next song, Down in the Track, which you pick. So here's Down in the Track on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was down in the track. Why'd you pick this track, Lee? This is a hell of a lot like the group Little Feet. These guys can do that sneaky, groovy twist to their music. This is bluesy funk, and it's dripping with feeling. It's something I wish R.E.O. Speedwagon would have listened to before recording one of their albums. I Dude. give this thumbs up. Dude. Now I know what I'm doing next week. Thanks. Ah, uh, uh, you you yeah. fuck you fucked it up. Now I gotta do an album now. Uh, uh I was thinking about what the fuck am I gonna record next week? And now I know. Thanks, Lee. Uh, are, are you gonna pick one of those stupid albums that that the record store begs to pay you to take instead of you having to pay a penny for? I'm gonna pick an album that I love. Oh, jeez, that, that worries me. Yep. I think it's going to be Wheels Are Turning. Oh, why? Because I think if you listen to it again, you'll actually like it. I, 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 I think I remember going through some pain and, and, and then screaming so loud that a neighbor came and took it off and had to pet me on the hair for... Dude a few days and said no you weren't listening to that album and then I and then I woke up and was like damn that Dude, was a nightmare it's a fun positive album you like positive music live every moment love every day cause if you don't you might just throw your time away come on dude does, does that have the song I don't want to know I don't want to know is on there too Alright, I'll give it a chance. And it also has Through the Window, fucking One Lonely Night. You know, the one big hit off there was uh, I Can't Fight This Feeling, and I oh, love that song. Shit. I know, you might not like that song, but all the other songs are fucking... Rock and Roll Star is a great song, too. We haven't done an Ario Speedwagon album since Ario 2. And that was in the beginning of the podcast. So I need to get, I need to, I've been picking groups that we haven't done, but I need to get back to Ario, man. They need more love. All right. Now let me tell you what no, I, they don't. let me think, tell you what I think about down in the track. Starts off rocking Southern riffs. This song is ripping. Killer song. Love the drums a lot on this song. And the bass is so fucking groovy. Great track. And then you yeah, didn't, yeah. and then like I, like I said, I was going to pick. Like black water, and then I heard this song. Another park, another Sunday. I'm picking oh. this track. So here's another park, another Sunday on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was another park, another Sunday. What would you think about this song, Lee? The first part of the song is only okay. But still, if I was sitting on the beach and the wind was blowing, I'd be in the mood for it. It sort of sounds like Boz Skaggs' album Moments. So at least I'll give it credit to sound like that. But I do love the second half of the song. And that part of it is one of my favorite tracks on here. Did you notice how long it takes them to get to the killer chorus, though? It's like um, they're, play yeah. they're playing this song. And I go, where the fuck is the chorus? And then it finally comes in, like, what, two minutes in? Or yeah, it's like or the song's almost up. over, and it fucking comes in. It's like half over. But yeah. then when it comes in, it's it's like one of the best parts of the album. It is. It's one of my favorite songs by the Doobie Brothers. It's such a beautiful. It's a beautifully played song by them. Total ear candy, and they make us wait a while to hear this killer chorus. This song, like you said, I could sit on the beach in a fucking chair, drink beer, sit back, and enjoy. You know, it's such yeah. a fucking song, just sit there with headphones on, and just yeah, fucking enjoy. The harmonies are just so fucking killer on this track. Yeah, you could sit there and take your Ario Speedwagon albums and throw them like Frisbees and watch them go into the ocean. Whee! Hey, man. I got beat up as a kid for wearing my Wheels of Turning shirt, so all the people that fucking beat me up wearing Ario Speedwagon Wheels of Turning, I'm fucking coming for you next week, bitches. Mm. All right. In my neighborhood, if they did that to me, it would be because they wanted the shirt. Because <laughs> uh, you were in San Francisco area. Kevin Cronin is an amazing songwriter, and Gary Richreff is one of the most amazing guitar players of all time. People need to fucking sit and spin on that shit. Fuck, Ario Speedwagon and Stick should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Fuck you people for not fucking putting them in there. They're better than fucking what you have been putting in there. Shit. They're better than Madonna. Come on, you gotta admit Aria Speedwagon's better than Madonna. Yeah. Alright, well let's get to the next track which you pick, Lee. Daughters of the Sea. Here's Daughters of the Sea on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Daughters of the Sea. What'd you think of this track, Lee? This song has a rocking edge, even though there's more to it than that. It sounds like the group Jade Warrior, which impresses me even more. I'm really impressed by it. This should have been a hit. I love it. This is a cool atmospheric beginning. This is a cool beach jam, like we were talking about the other song. Sit back, enjoy the beach, watch the waves. Good song, man. Yeah. And then we get to the last track, which ends with an instrumental, Flying Cloud. What would you think of this one? This is a cool acoustic song to close the album. It's like when there's that very last sip of wine left in the wine bottle and it's time to pack up the towel and stand up and brush the sand off the shorts and get in the car and go home and smile. Pretty good. Pretty cool. Yeah, this is a kick back, relax, has some beers to this song. Sounds a lot like a Floyd song with all those fucking keyboards and shit they're putting on this. Really cool to end the album with an instrumental like this. It's like this album ends and you're thinking there's got to be another song after which got into their next album, which was Stampede. It fucking sounds yeah. like a cool album to go right in, and it was next year. It's like, yeah. I miss the 73, 74, 75, which they released an album a year. Now you get two to three years for a new album from a band. It's like, shit. <laughs> it's like, I wish they would make an album a year again. I love it. They have more yeah. technology to do it now. You don't have to buy a studio anymore. You guys could just get in there with your fucking uh, Pro Tools and you could make an album with Pro Tools together. You don't have to email the shit, you know? Yeah. It's a fucking cool. Cool song to end. It is so serene and relaxing. I fucking love it. And yeah. then that was our review of... Um, ah, what, were vi what Were Once Vices Are Now Habits by the Doobie yeah. Brothers. And I'm going to say, and it pisses you off who played on it, Tom Johnson, acoustic, electric guitars, lead and backing vocals. Patrick Simmings, acoustic and electric, lead and backing vocals. Tyron, Tyran, Porter, bass, backing vocals. John, little John Hartman, drums, percussion. Michael Hossack, drums. And you know who an additional musician was on this album? On Blackwater? Who? Arlo Guthrie played auto harp on Blackwater. Oh. Well, well that's cool. And Jeff Skunk Baxter played pedal steel guitar and Tell Me What You Want. He was in the band later on, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he was he became a member of this band later. He's a guy with a huge mustache and right? Yeah. Yeah. That's when they were on that episode of um I don't know if you watch this, uh the one where they're uh it was with Michael McDonald in the band though. Where uh, rerun was like bootlegging the concert, and they found out he had a cassette player. He goes, "Why would you do to a, do this to us, rerun?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was on what's happening that show. It's it fucking oh, cool. Oh. Yeah, see, they were on a fucking black huh. sitcom, dude. The Doobie Brothers, because they are R and B. They are white boy R and B sounding, so that made yeah. sense. Michael McDonald's like minute by minute by minute, you know. Fucking totally. Yep. Fucking Yamo be there. <laughs> Remember that song, Yamo be there? Uh, not by name. Uh, I was with him and Jeffrey Osborne, I think. Yamo be there. Oh, be doing. Nah. 
maybe. Yeah, I'll send you the video. It's pretty cool. And this album was uh, number four on the pop album chart. And uh, huh. Another Day, Another Sunday was uh, 32 on the U.S. pop singles. Huh. Freaking pretty cool. Black Water was number one on the pop singles. Oh, wow. They had a number one hit. And these guys took forever to get in the fucking rock and roll of it. Oh, well, I'm slurring. <laughs> I just had some whiskey, man. Okay. All right, man. Yeah. Well, let's get to our tracks of the week. You picked Peter Frampton's All Right, which fucking rules. I love some Peter yeah. Frampton. And we haven't picked a Peter Frampton album or the band he was in before this. Humble Pie. Humble Pie. We haven't done Humble Pie yet. Or 10 years after. I've been waiting for you to pick those albums forever. That's why I haven't picked them. Um, All right. What I'll do is I'll put on the list um, on my on my docs um the 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 groups that you you want me to pick oh uh, yeah I, I want you to pick albums you like but i thought you liked those albums but but what yeah yeah but what i mean is groups that you're interested in um and then and then that way i'll pick them because i i usually pick stuff that to me is even obscure to me you know i i, I don't usually think of picking the stuff that everybody that I think everybody knows. Dude, nobody on podcast bring, picks a Humble Pie album or anything besides Frampton Comes Alive. <laughs> Shit, nobody yeah. picks... Where's Steely Dan? You haven't picked any Steely Dan yet. I fucking love that band. You picked Donald oh. Fagan, Sunken Treasures. Do you know... Do you know um, how familiar are, are you with their albums? I have most of them on vinyl. Oh, wow. Then that's cool. And Super Tramp. We haven't picked any fucking Super Tramp yet. There's 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 one that that I I I, I can I can give you um you know um that's that's one that you haven't heard. Cool. And then um my track of the week is I I went along with this cuz they had a little Chicago feel with the horns. I picked Wishing You Were Here. Oh yeah. And you said you could play this on piano. Well, I have the songbooks. That's cool. I love Chicago. We haven't even done a Chicago album, man. Fuck, I love them. I love the original um, with Terry Cat. Do you know the album with the song Wishing You Were Here? Yeah. yeah I have it on vinyl. It? I have it on vinyl. Damn, I, I was... You, you know more... Wow, I give you more credit than, than I thought I should give you. Cool. And then we get to your killer track, Hockey Tonk Disco. Which I don't see how honky tonk and disco go together, but you did it. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking cool, man. <laughs> so we're done with this fucking episode, man. I'm saying fucking because everybody says I said I don't say fucking enough. So fuck, fuck, fucky, fuck, 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 fuck. Because I used to say frickin' a lot because I had stepdaughters. I don't have stepdaughters anymore. So fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. And Lee. You know yeah. what time it is. It's time to say fuckity fuck fuck goodbye. Okay. Um, I'll substitute the word fuck and instead Ario Speedwagon, Ario Speedwagon. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Next week, wheels are turning, bitches. Later. Oh, shit.
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.